Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yay, Networks. Welcome to Logically Irrational. With my parents, Ty Strickland and Melissa Rycroft. He's a little logical. My brother's a dentist. He can give you Botox. And she's a little rational. What? Did I have a big old zit on my chin? But together, they make the perfect combo. Hey guys, welcome back to this Thanksgiving special of Logically Irrational. Is it a special? No, not at all. There's there's nothing new. Other than I don't think a lot of people are doing podcasts this week probably not yeah all of the ones i listened to last week oh, we'll see in two weeks which now i know as a listener it's so annoying when we do that to me yeah <laughs> well, maybe people are traveling and they can I, listen in the car i don't think people are supposed to be traveling no. this year well but while you're at home because we're all sitting at home doing nothing enjoy happy happy thanksgiving, thanksgiving. yes um i'm a little frazzled Ty saw, I've been, I mean, today, it's like I am i don't have a lot going on, and then one day hits, and... Super busy. I'm top to bottom. But it's exciting stuff, because tonight, which y'all are going to be listening to this later, this is Tuesday, uh, the 24th, but the DCC show finally comes out. Way late this year, yeah. but better late than never. I know, and I'm doing a lot of press for it. I was on um, KTLA. I saw that in my, my sheet, and I was like, KTLA? Why do I know KTLA? It's the LA News. Morning show. We used to actually watch it. And I went, yeah. that's how I know it. Sam Rubio. Yes, I know him. That's cool. Yeah. And, what were uh, you doing on there? Promoting. And what'd you say? Uh, I said, watch the show. I was like, oh, my husband is really hot. Yeah. I mean, have you seen him? I bet he that is, sells tickets. He is very attractive. Um, <laughs> and then I'm doing the Almost Famous podcast. So I would imagine that'll probably air this week or next week. That's the one with. Ben Higgins and Ashley I. They're they're just big, isn't it? It is big. Yeah. I think it's with iHeartRadio. So that's a, a big name behind it. Yeah. Um what? Oh, I was just gonna say Bachelor Nation, I guess it's called. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is is deep. I mean, they are oh, yeah. involved. It's funny though, because it's only within like the last five or six years. Like if you look at those of us that came eight it's years and plus. Social media. Right. Well, so um this season do you remember when diana pappas came on to talk to claire you probably weren't paying attention there no. was an episode where diana uh, came you on know, i do remember that yeah and i'm not sure whether they're really friends or if the show was like it's yeah. my bff well if you go on social media all of these like new era bachelor people are like who's this chick why oh, should really? i care about her and i'm like uh she was a bachelorette and she was actually <laughs> it one was of her the... show but uh the Super Bowl halftime a few years ago. Nobody knew who, nobody. This younger generation didn't know who Missy Elliott was. Remember, they were like, ooh, she should have a label. She should have a record. <laughs> Somebody's going to sign her. <laughs> like, y'all. Well, I, I, I brought that up. I said that Bachelor Nation is, is big oh, because yeah. of Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Oh, you mean like this week in particular? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the last two people on Dancing with the Stars that won I know. were 
bachelorettes. Yeah. Yeah, it was big. There, There is a, a new champion. I wonder if that bothers Hannah at all. Does it bother you at all? No, but I was never the bachelorette. And then the oh. season after me, the bachelorette. I remember kind of not wanting Hannah to win. So you were the only one from the franchise that had one. See, I don't even think Hannah knows who I am. Like that whole new group is oh, like, who's well, this Melissa right. girl? But the people that watch Dancing with the Stars <laughs> do. Uh, no, I feel like if I, if I had been bachelorette and I won my season and then the next season, another bachelorette was on, there probably would be that feeling of, oh, this mm. was mine. And no, you know, not anymore. cause the thing with dancing with the stars is that you really only remember the winner of that year. And then the next year when there's a new winner, it's like, oh, well now it's Caitlin's turn. And you kind of have forgotten all about the Bobby Boneses and stuff of the world that, yeah. that came before. Anyway, uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. I do want to, we are going to do our Christmas card handout again this year. Remember how we did that? However. I don't remember, but I have no clue what you're talking about. When somebody left a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, we, yeah. they got sent a Christmas card. From you us? blocked this whole thing out. It was yeah. like. They, they would want our Christmas card? They did. It was so mm. much. Well, My nice mistake last year was that I didn't put an end on it. So coming up to like Christmas Eve, people were like, I left a review. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I got to order more cards. Um, so this time y'all, it's only going to be for two weeks. It is this week, the week of Thanksgiving, and it's the first week of December. Well, so if they leave a review, how do we know what they're, they, um, if you could you just, uh, no, I'm, it's, it's a lead in and look pretty. It's oh. a lead in. See, you're learning. See, I'm a professional here. Yeah, right. Hey, get with the program. Um, so leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment, and then you have to message me on either Insta, Facebook, Send the email to Melissa at Logically Irrational just so that I can verify, oh, that was her Are name. you going to go in and actually do I that? I did. That's what I did last time. Really? Do you know I sent out like a lot of work. 175 cards last year? 175 in just a few weeks of people. And it, it was my fault because I did not put a cap at the end. But I had to reorder cards last year and I was sending them out through January. So did we order a bunch? I did. You showed them to me the other night. I mean, they're cute. They're, yeah, they're not, great. They're nothing fancy this year. But yeah, they're cute. Um, and they'll be in next week. And I'm going to start shipping those things out as soon as I can. I have a little issue with the Christmas card. What? Just a little one. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. Well, we did them in the daylight outside. And the sun was really bright. Okay. And so I just got a haircut. And my hair was really short. And it's blonde. And yeah. so it, I think it makes me look really bald. Well, or the, balding. so... It's funny you say that because... Because oh, you noticed it? No, I didn't notice it. But when I sent the card in, you know, they call you and they send back a proof to make sure you're okay. And the guy that called said, hey, I couldn't help but notice that your husband, uh, he looks like he's receding. Would Do you want us to add in... Are you being serious? ...hair on his hairline on yeah, did, the did you do that? Card? Did you say yes? <laughs> Are you making this up? What do you think? <laughs> well, they do that stuff, don't they? I... Well, the company we use doesn't, I would, I would imagine well, I had, I don't, to. I don't want somebody to do that. But when you said that, it made me think, I wonder if they really do that. No, honey, nobody commented on your hair. I didn't notice it. Um, our old photographer, well, several of the photographers that yeah. we've used, they will actually take a face because if you can get oh, the yeah. kid smiling oh, yeah. one time, yep. then they superimpose it onto other pictures, right? which is amazing that they can do that. Well, I'm pretty sure that's how we've always ended up with phenomenal pictures, pictures. Yeah. now this year we just did a mini session i didn't do the full-blown um just and 
to be honest, the end of our 20 minutes, I was like, this wasn't going to go on much longer. Anyway. No, I mean, no. these kids 20 minutes not, is all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I could probably do 30. I would have, I would have taken 10 more minutes. And got three more poses. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is boring. Let's move on. Um, well, we'll get into Tance and Rance. Before we do though, um, I saw this the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, have you heard that you can rent out the bachelor mansion? You know, I, I saw that somewhere like VRBO, um, Airbnb that you can actually like rent it. So it comes out to like 7,500 a night to Apparently rent. That's crazy. Um, and how many rooms is it? So funny that you ask, I have it right in front of me. It's 10,000 square feet. sits on 10 acres, seven bed, eight and a half bath, two jacuzzis in home bar. Well, but in a partridge and I've been in that house before bragging humble brag i have too yeah i know everybody knows you have but there are a lot of the rooms are not rooms like they're like uh, well sets so what production does is this is actually somebody's house and production would rent it from these people buy them out for twice a year is what it was for come fall come spring when they would film it they didn't gut it but they took everything out of the house and every year they changed the setup just a little bit but the top when you would look up at the ceiling scaffolding is not the right word what is it? it's like a lighting track is, is what yeah, it was it, yeah. they put it's in hanging from with the ceiling. lights and um it very much looked like a tv set but there were uh, like on access hollywood entertainment tonight one of those things they've done um tours of the mansion when it's actually just these people's home. Yeah, well, I guess my point was, oh, are there beds in all of yeah. the rooms? Yeah, there are. So you can go on, and this is what I was going to say. If you go on Airbnb and you you look for it, oh, Villa de Villa, some, I should have remembered, but it it looks very creepy. Like it, it borderline looks like a haunted house when it is done the way that non-bachelor made up. Um, but yeah, all the rooms are furnished. Now you're not allowed to film, you're not allowed to have photography. You're not allowed to have a party. Uh, you're typing something. I hear you. I'm sorry. Are you googling it? Uh, uh yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing some work for the podcast. Oh, great. Um, so it's kind of like the. I would feel like the point of a lot of people, like girls who are huge bachelor fans, would love to have their bachelorette party at the mansion, right? But oh, you're not allowed. There's no partying. No. Well, but and if you can't you, take pictures. Well, but if you had like five of your friend couples. That all rented but wouldn't it out. you want to show pictures? Like, I'm like, this is what oh, I want to do. That's, that's silly. No, no. no. Well, it's professional photography. Maybe they don't care. Uh, anyway, I it was just interesting to me. I, I would love to know who's going to spend $7,500 a night on a rental for the weekend when you, you can't even throw a big party. Hmm. Just to say people. you did it. I guess so. That's yeah. a lot of extra money. So I, can I do a, a tidbit for Ty real quick? <gasps> you said something that reminded me I of do. something else. Here, hold on. Let me do your fancy intro. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah. Tidbits with Ty. Okay. So. Is it bachelor related? Well, not really, but it's renting houses related. So um, do you know who Carlos Boozer is? No. He was a basketball player okay. in the NBA for a long time. Okay. Uh, made a bunch of money. And he had a house in Bel Air in Los Angeles, just outside of Los Angeles. And for a year, Prince, like the artist Prince. Formerly known? Yes. Yeah. Um, rented his home for him for a year. This house was a 10-bedroom, 18,000-square-foot mansion. I think I read somewhere where it was $20 million, something like that. Okay. 
um, supposedly he was paying $1 million for the year to rent the house. Prince okay. was. Prince was paying. From Boozer. From Carlos Boozer. Okay. Before he moved into the house, he went into the home, mm-hmm. changed all the carpet out <gasps> to make it purple. I was going to say. And painted every single wall in the house and made it purple. Can you do that? Brought in all of his own furniture, totally renovated the house. Like didn't move walls or anything, but he, all the carpet, all the flooring, all of the walls, purple. And then the week before he was done with the house, put it all back the way that it was supposed Did to. Did he really? Yep. Spent all of that money for one year to lease this home. Well, that was kind of cool. Well, no. Oh, you mean Prince did. Prince yeah. paid. To, he fixed it. Yeah. Took care of everything. But an 18,000 square foot house. Think about how much money that cost. I would he like paid a million dollars just to rent the place. You think the furniture was purple too? Or did oh, I'm he sure like it is. I'm sure color? everything is purple. Like, did it rain purple? Isn't that crazy though? Purple. He didn't get the joke. It's fine. Yeah, purple rain. I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah, okay. that's fun. That's, that's a fun, that's a fun little, fact, little huh? tidbit. Well, I guess with Boozer, it's semi-sports related. I was like, some of our female listeners may be upset. This one was not a sports one. Um, I do have, we're going to have a fun a, a listener sent us her parenting fail. And I think we have found another male listener. So we'll listen yes. to that in a second. And then let's go ahead and get into Tants and Rants. We're going to talk about our stupid Christmas tree. That is finally up and the New York City scaffolding that I have in my living room right now. Yep. And talk a little reality, not too much, but of course there's a new Dancing with the Stars champion that we do have to talk about. And if we have time, let's do another. I've got so many more of these Q&As everybody sent. Let's knock out another one or two. Let's do it. Okay. 30 million women are impacted by weakening or thinning hair. And if you're among them, know that you're not alone and there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. When I got pregnant, more so with the boys, my hair was amazing during pregnancy. After pregnancy, I feel like half of it fell out and I'm still waiting for it to grow back six years later. Well, like me, thousands of women have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol, with many users raving that the supplement not only transformed their hair, but restored their confidence too. So Nutrafol offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Healthier hair growth takes time and you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in just three to six months. I've started my Nutrafol and I can't wait to see where I am in just a few months. In a clinical study, 80 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, and more than 1,500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. And you too can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using our promo code Irrational, and new customers will get 20% off. That is their best offer available anywhere, guys, plus free shipping on every order. So get 20% off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use our promo code Irrational. Dancing Rats! All right, so before we get started, let's just listen. I just, again, I love when people send us stuff. Hey, Melissa and Ty. I have got quite the parenting fail story for you. In fact, you both make a guest appearance on this one. So I was in my son's room. He's three months. I sat him down on a little chair to put some laundry away. And you've probably seen those chairs. They have kids' names on them, look like little couches. We use them for our monthly photos since he's still so young. So they're really close to the floor. I turn around from putting clothes away 
and I see him bending in half, like head touching toes. And as I'm stepping close to him, maybe two steps away, he starts slow motion sliding. And I know it's about to happen. He's going to fall over. So I start running towards him. Oh, no, I'm saying. And all I hear is thud. He had hit his head on the carpet. And after I made sure he was okay, I start busting out laughing because in the background is y'all's podcast playing Parenting Fails. I'm like, oh my God, what are the odds? Here's my parenting fail while listening to Parenting Fails. I hope we didn't like subliminally yeah, no. <laughs> make that happen. liability claim there, is there? Um, I thought it was hey, funny. it happens. It does happen. It happens. I apologize if we took any part in that. I don't think I've ever dropped my child. You don't think? No. I think that's something that you, like, yeah. I know I have not well, dropped I, I, I know that they have fallen while they were in while I was watching them. In but, your care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it's not. Uh, speaking of, you know that. what happened in my care? Uh, Kason bit through his lip. Oh, this weekend. Yeah. 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 I was the, trying to think. They were that. upstairs playing, and all of a sudden I hear, I hear the wail that makes you go, oh, my God, what is it? And he's screaming, and then all I hear Beckett, just calm as can be, go, oh, that's a lot of blood. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I go up and Kaysen has his hands over his mouth and it's just blood because the mouth bleeds. Like it's just one of, it's like yeah. the, the head, you know, yeah. it just, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, buddy, okay. He's not letting me see, but f- feel your teeth with your tongue. Do you have all your teeth? Yeah. Are you sure they're all there? Yeah. Didn't we just do a story just like this yeah, last week? He had a goose egg yeah, on his head. It's Kaysen. Um, let's, uh. Let's talk about our tree. Let's give a tree update since we told everybody last week about how fun this thing was going to be to put up. The tree is something else. So when we were talking last week, Ty had not seen this thing in person. No. Right? No, I went to the Christmas throw up store. Yes. And brought it home in a box. And as I could only put together, it came in what? Seven pieces? Six pieces? I could only put the first two together and I am battered and bruised from doing that so ty has to come do it and it is so heavy i god i wanted to film that so bad and i i couldn't because i was like he this is actually a moment he's probably really getting frustrated because it just kept coming like you just you'd put this piece up as high as you could go and i'm like well there's still two more how are we gonna do it yeah yep and uh how did we do it well we had to go get scaffolding one of my businesses, we have scaffolding to do cleaning up real high, uh, rafters. And, um, I went and got it. It was, and it worked. I mean, like it, it looks silly that we have to bring in scaffolding for your tree, but, um, and it's, but it worked. It's still in there. And I'm worried that now scaffolding is part of the Christmas decor. No. Like that. It's not going to go anywhere. Well, you get after it then. I hope. Cowgirl. Well, so he assembled it. And that thing, if you've never seen, I've seen scaffolding, like I said, walking down the streets of New York City. You walk under it all the time. I've never been on it. Yeah, this one isn't, this one has no, it's not like that one's like a really professional one. This one is. <laughs> he put me on the amateur one. Well, it's just, this one goes up like 10 feet high. Those go up well, f- hundreds of no feet. There's no flipping railing. Like there's, there's nothing. When I was up there, eight, 10 feet in the air, whatever it was. There was nothing stopping me from like, oops, well, you have taking to be careful. a step off. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be careful. Right. 
Right. But it got the job done. It did. It was terrifying. Like, cause it wobbles. It, it's, it's yeah, it, it is not, it does not feel secure or sturdy. It is secure. Like it's not going to fall, but it could you wobble could me fall off, off and lose my balance. And I, to get to the top, I was on my tippy toes and leaning over. I was yeah. leaning on the tree. Probably not super safe. Um, and I did it while I was home alone, which was really a stupid. Yeah. Move. I wish you wouldn't have done that. Yeah. That probably wasn't smart. Because I, you just could have like found me dead on the floor a la Dateline. And then they would, Don't have, say that. they would have blamed you for it. Um, but the tree went up. I did have to go back to the store. Yeah. I had to go back to that place to get some more decorations because I knew I wouldn't have enough. And I posted a picture of just the entrance to show every. I love for people to see things that we talk about. I posted the picture. I can't tell you how many comments I got about something else taking place in the video that I did not even notice. What was it? Until everybody pointed it out. So um, here, this is the audio to the actual clip. Now you tell me what- This you, is, you're just filming the store that you were walking it into. It was an Instagram store. Yeah, I was okay. just like, oh, and I didn't I didn't talk at all. It was just panning yeah. around. But um, let me know what your takeaway okay. from this is. Somebody's got COVID. I, I didn't hear it at all. And as I'm reading my comments, I was like, why nobody's talking about the Christmas store. They're all telling me to be careful. I don't understand. Don't go in there. And I didn't listen to it till I got out of the store. And I was like, oh, it just sounds disgusting. Yeah, that's that person shouldn't be there. I mean, I it sounds like he wasn't. Well, it sounds like he was closer than he should have been. But then, of course... I am in my car and I'm scrolling on Instagram because I, I needed to decompress again. I was like, I, I've got to get in and I'm getting out. And um, my guy, Nate, now, how do you say his last name? Bar Bargates? Yeah. Bargots. Very ironic that the sketch that he posted that day, well. This is it. What a, what a year. 2020. It's been one of my favorites. Uh, there's... I can tell you one thing that is canceled for sure. Coughing in public, that's over. You just, you go into a restaurant and just drink water wrong. You just got to get up and go to your car and drive home. The whole restaurant just stares at you. It's going to be hardest on my parents because my parents, there's nothing more they love than coughing in public. It's one of their favorite things to do. I mean, I haven't had a conversation with my dad in 10 years without him choking the whole time. <laughs> and you have to go every time you go to a restaurant too, now they take your temperature. It's just a teenager that doesn't know what he's doing. Doesn't even hold it up near my head. He's just like 45 degrees, you're good. You're like, am I? He's not even phased by it. He's like, I'm like, dude, I think I'm dead. That's not, I should go to the hospital. Everybody acts like they've already had COVID, too. Everybody's like, I think I had it in February. You're like, did you? They're like, I think so. I remember I sneezed a lot one week, and then... He's funny. And that's true. That is true. There are people that just cough a lot, and they're I'm, ostracized right now, I'm sure. You, you kind of cough a lot. Kind of. You've always just been... <clears throat> Yeah. 
that kind of. And I, I do the drinking the water thing wrong fairly often. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I don't know. But if I have to sneeze in a store, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm holding that in because you can't help but all The first just... thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I go straight into the bathroom mm -hmm. and get a big drink of water. And at least two days a week, it goes down the wrong way or, or whatever, and it hurts my throat and I end up coughing and like trying to throw up. I don't know. You know well, that, what? that sounds like a problem. It, it does. Throw up. It does. I don't know. I don't know why. I, like I don't. I don't know why it does that. But it does. I think I have a drinking issue. Well, don't don't go near Ty then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, moving on. Um, I did. So after the Christmas store, I decided is Hobby Lobby everywhere? Probably. It's a, it's like a craft place that literally July through January is just Christmas, top to bottom. So I was like, I'm going to get some uh, more reasonably priced decor at Hobby Lobby. I got dressed that day. I, well, I put my, my track pants on, my wind pants on. Oh, so it was a nice day. And I was there a few minutes early and I'm just sitting in my car like, okay, I've got a lot of stuff to do. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get out. I go to get out of my car. I had my flipping slippers on, Ty. I didn't take my house slippers off. That doesn't surprise me. Well, and there's that debate of, okay, all right, how badly do, do I yeah, need this? Do, <laughs> do I do I turn around well, or? And mine are glitter. Ty got them for me. They're blue sparkle UGG slippers. So they're not even like, maybe they could be shoes. You know, some slippers could be shoes. These were, I, I was going to be in. in you had long pants on. It's not like you're wearing flip-flops. Uh, I don't know. You're wearing wind pants. You can't wear flip-flops with wind pants? Well, so what's the problem? Slippers, house shoes. Yeah, okay. Who wears slippers to the store? You. I you probably a lot of people. Well, I went. I went in. Yeah, of course I you just, did. I just did it. I just took the yeah. shopping. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about Christmas? The tree looks really good. Yeah, it does. It looks fantastic. You it, worked really hard on it, and it looks great. I will say, um, it. Uh, there's a line from Clueless that I equate to this, and it is where Cher was talking about another girl, and she goes, "She looks, she's a full-on Monet. From far away, she good looks from okay. from far, far from good. But up close, it's a big old mess. And I feel like that's the tree. Like, if you really go up to the tree, it's like, oof, it's a lot. A lot. It's a lot, but I don't think it looks bad. It looks a little messy up close. But back away from the tree, you turn the lights on, and I'm like, it's glorious. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, magazine worthy, dare I say. I really love talking about this tree. Just don't look at the back of it. Okay, I won't. Because I didn't do any of the back. <laughs> it looks fine. It does look fine. It looks good. Um, all right, let's end. I have a fun, a, a listener submitted her Christmas store story after hearing what we went through last week. Hi, Melissa and Ty. This is Ashley from Michigan. Now I have to preface my story with Anytime we get in the car and my husband says, hey, you can put on one of your podcasts, I ask him what he would prefer. And he answers, oh, you know, the one with the husband and wife, they're funny. So Ty, you might have your ninth male listener in my husband, Eric. So I was listening to the podcast this week and the story about the Christmas tree pickup and the anxiety Melissa was having over the ornaments and decorations of the giant tree made me giggle. It also reminded me of every year my husband and I go through the same debacle. Now, like I said, we live in Michigan and we live near a town called Frankenmuth. Frankenmuth is affectionately known as Christmas Town. Now in Frankenmuth is a store called Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. 
Bronner's is five and a half football fields big. It is huge. They have everything you could possibly want when it comes to Christmas. The funny part is we try to go every year to pick out ornaments for my nieces and nephews, and Eric and I pick out one ornament every year since we've been dating. But my husband worked at Bronner's in high school, and he absolutely refuses to go with me because he had so much trauma from working there. He always says we have to go on a Monday night, an hour before close, to avoid the crowds. So just to let you know, your story made me giggle and definitely brought up the thing that I'm dreading having to do now that it is November and I have to go get our ornaments. I'm with Eric. I, I don't I don't ever have to go back to that store, right? I don't want to have to go back to that store. I think we have all our decor. Yeah, but, yeah, but I don't have to. You you may have to. I don't think so. Like until we have to buy and we're not buying a new tree ever. I do think it's funny he worked there in high school. Well, you gotta that's different than going there for pleasure. I I would rather, you know, go I I can find something. <laughs> Shout out to Eric, by the way. Uh yeah, I know. Welcome. We may we may be getting close to double digits. I don't know. And I you know, we don't ask whether we can share their names. They may not. He may be mm, a closet yeah. listener along with Ethan from last week. And, yeah, you know, we just going to keep on keeping on. It's a good call, though, going an hour before close on oh, a Monday. Did, yeah. Working so, there, you know all of the right times yeah. to go, right? Boy. Okay, let's move on. Um, okay, let's do a reality roundup and then a eh, question or two. Okay. With, uh, it, I can't talk today. You've, you've had a busy day. <laughs> Sure, we all want to make our family healthy meals, but honestly, it can be a lot of work. Healthy meals tend to be more complicated and more time intensive. Not to mention, some can be straight up boring to eat. All that work for a sad plate of spinach? No thank you. But finally, cooking fresh, flavorful meals that your family will love can be made simple. How? Well, with the Panasonic 2-in-1 Flash Express Multi-Oven. It's a broiler and microwave oven that makes cooking super easy and opens up new ways to make your family deliciously nutritious meals. So get ready to liven up mealtime with plates full of yummy, colorful meals. It's the 2-in-1 that makes healthy cooking simple and inspires your inner chef. To receive specials, go to PanasonicKitchen.com and become a Panasonic Kitchen Insider. There's a new Dancing with the Stars champion, which we talked about. Yeah. Uh, What's her name? Caitlin Bristow. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) What was her name? This thing started with an A. I mean, it was a... I was not fully invested in this season, to be honest. It uh, It was a strange season. The whole thing was It was a strange season. It was a strange feel. Uh, Tyra, I think, topped all of her fashion choices in one night this finale night. Yeah. Um, and I, it was entertaining to watch cause I really was going really could be anybody's game. And what? I really thought Nellie has been around for so long and, and been in the bottom. Right. Yeah. But, but the voters keep keeping him in it. Nellie was in the final solely based on fan vote. So when he got a, perfect score on the um, right what's it called freestyle freestyle Boy, you're i thought i thought maybe he has a chance because if his score is right. even close i do wonder because he didn't make a perfect score on the first dance and everybody else did, did. so every couple had a perfect 60 except nelly who yeah. had a 57 yeah that's pretty close though well it is and it's not i mean i i when you're talking about 
percentages and stuff. But I was wondering, I was like, if he had scored 60, he already came in third. I think that last night was the first episode I watched all year. Like, And we didn't even watch the whole thing. We fast forwarded a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, I was hoping Nelly would win just because this of, would have been fun. yeah. And in his performance, like it was fun. that was taking it back to my freshman year of college. But you know, all the, all of the, uh, the new school, who's this guy? Wow. That's a no, great song. Surely not. Surely it's a great not. song. Um, I think Nelly's going to be fine. He's already got stuff lined up. I think he's going to be one of I the, would go to a Nelly concert. Well, I think he's right one now. of the success stories every year. I think there's usually one where. It's not the winner. It's somebody else that Alfonso Rivera, granted, he what? Yeah. What came out of it? He's now the host of America's Funniest. I mean, there are, are life-changing things that yeah, happen sure. to only a select few. And I think he's going to be one. Um, I am super happy Caitlin won. I mean, I think she's wanted it a lot. And, you know, we talked about it about a year ago, how she was denied the opportunity. Yeah. Um, she was ago. good. She was good. She was one of the very, she, she was one of the best, like, she deserves it. I, I, I think that Nev, Neve, he was, was really good. I, if I had to pick who I thought, and last night I thought it was Neve. The, you thought that he was the better dancer? Uh, No, 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 no. All around. I was like, he's okay. a super likable guy. He's and likable, I think, but just so not well known. He's not, but that doesn't mean anything well, when it comes to this show. I mean, it, it what, kind of does because there's a popular vote. But what this show did and what I think it did for Neve was that he came in and I don't think anybody knew him. Yeah. Week after week, if you watched his packages and stuff, like you got to know him and yeah. it was funny and it was a joke at the end that he shaved his chest because we all knew how hairy the chest was. But I really thought I do, and this doesn't take away from him, from anybody else, I think he was the best dancer. And I, in my mind, Jenna is one of the greatest choreographers that they have on the show. Like I just, I love her stuff. And so me watching it, I was like the two of them together are just a great combination. Uh, however, it was fun to see Artem win. He's never won yeah. in this competition too. And and again, we knew how badly Kate wanted it. I don't think that anybody could have won and the audience would have been disappointed. I totally agree. Right. Totally agree. Um, and I guess, I guess we'll see what happens next year. Like maybe, if, if it's back to normal, well, maybe they maybe can have be, people in yeah. the audience, audience. again. Yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, every week what I've been doing is sharing fun little old clips of ours. And so last night I had to do the one where we won and the amount of people commenting on the fact that we were just giving each other hugs, <laughs> there was a closeness. <laughs> Whereas last night they won and everybody's just standing back and there's Caitlin and Artem standing by themselves and going, this is just so not the, you know, you want to see the hug and the celebration and the confetti and... Yeah, one of the coolest things ever is whenever you won, of all the people that were there, like, congratulating you and jumping up and down with the mirror ball or whatever, mm -hmm. Emmett Smith was yeah, right next to you right and, and picked you up. <laughs> and, like, uh, Emmett Smith. I Ty, mean, that is just amazing. I was more into the, I don't care that you won. Do you know he hugged you? Yeah, like, I mean, like... <laughs> You. Pretty cool. Yes. You know what they do need to work on for next season? If the audience is not allowed in, is the uh, applause. Yeah, the audio is all messed noise. up. That, that really frustrated me. Right. Like, I know it's not a big deal. Right. But it just sounded like I was watching an old VHS tape. It was so loud. And I'm going, Tyra shouldn't have to be yelling over the track yeah. of applause. A lot of people are complaining about that with um, uh, NFL football this year, too. Oh, it's the same thing? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're just they're pumping it in. And they're not doing it at the stadium. It's only right. on the TV. Right. So nobody I, I, do you think the guys miss like having the the I'm sure it's we weird. Will, we yeah. I'm sure it's really weird. Right? I feel like if I were a player, so when I cheered Jason Witten, every time he scored, his song was Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah. I would I think if I were a player, I'd be like, You're playing my song. If they I, probably do. If I score a touchdown, I want. Yeah, play it anyway. Yeah. I don't know what my Play song the song. Is. Right. Um, also, fun fact. I just found out about this from somebody yesterday. David Spade. You know David mm-hmm. Spade. He is an avid Dancing with the Stars watcher. No way. And Bachelor watcher. And his stories are hilarious. I wish I found out before. His stories. What stories? His Instagram stories. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, Social media yeah, savvy uh, folk know. Does he tell stories? <laughs> um, I wish I found out about it before the finale because people are like, oh, you got to check out David's stories. It's so funny. Oh, that is funny. It's funny. I mean, he's just making fun of all of us, everybody. But when David Spade does it, you're like, ah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> funny. So for next season, follow him. There you go. And we started watching Welcome to Plathville. Yeah. Not a lot to talk about there. Which we watched last year and talked about it. It's on TLC. It's about is it a religious thing or just a cultural? I'm I don't I don't know. It's, it's a family it, of like eighteen in southern Georgia somewhere. The the parents are very strict with no TV, no sugar, no um, internet, no long sleeves, long pants. Yeah. Um, and very, the kids are getting older and starting sheltered. to rebel a little bit. So the first season was fascinating because you're watching it going, this isn't real. I mean, I still am not sure show. if it's real or not. I Especially since like now they're buying new houses and now they're. Well, so the season two and obviously they are focusing on the three older children who have all left the household due to what the parents call rebellion. Um, two of them have been kicked out and they're 17, 18 and I think 21. Something One of them's like married, that. whatever. But it's annoying now because what the first episode featured was like, oh, our social media following is really up. When I'm going, you didn't even have social media. Like that was one of the things you weren't supposed to have. And granted. Well, but that's the first thing you would do if you were. I guess so. If you moved out of your, got kicked out of your house, it's the first thing you would do is get social media. How would they know what's like these kids don't have Internet? How in the world would they say, you know what? I want to get on TikTok because they don't know what that is. Where are they finding out? They Got TV. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I recommend it or not, but. Yeah, I don't think we should recommend it yet. Like, um, Still recommending The Undoing. We have one it's more. Awesome. One more. It is awesome. It's so fascinating. And right now, I think they want you to think the boy. Yep. I think. I'm still saying dad. I, I the Grandpa has something to do with it. I have said this before. Don't trust a man with eyebrows you can braid. Those no. things are. Impressive. And I, we started Big Sky on abc yeah i don't know but i had people dming us saying it's fantastic and we have to watch it okay we'll keep going then we got when we watched like 10 minutes we did and it was really boring but they well, said it wasn't boring we were just i think we were in the we weren't in the mood in the wrong mood um i mean the previews for it looked really good and seeing as i've had people say that it's right up our alley i'm like eh, all yeah, right we need it. to do it and that's it. This is we're doing this early this week because it's Thanksgiving, so we yeah. actually have not seen anything no. yet this week. But that's week. okay. It's fine. Um, all right, you want to do a question or two yeah. and then start making some turkey. Let's do it. Life can be stressful even under the most normal of circumstances. 
And 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times in all of our lives. And you know what? We need stress relief that goes beyond those quick fixes. And that is Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. It is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can make you feel better. Overwhelmed? No worries. Headspace has a three minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? No worries there either. Headspace has wind down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, yes please, Headspace even has morning meditations that you can do with your kiddos. So if I'm being completely honest, I've never really done meditation before or any type of it, but you guys know that I do struggle to relax and unwind and I struggle with staying asleep. I tend to wake up in the middle of the night and I have the worst time ever falling asleep. So I did go to Headspace and they actually have a relaxation area and they have a sleep area. And can I tell you that I was amazed. I was amazed that somebody that can be as wound up as I am was able to relax as easily as I was. Its approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash irrational. That's headspace.com slash irrational for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, guys. Head to headspace.com slash irrational today. Hi, Melissa and Ty. I love your guys' podcast. My question this week is directed at Melissa. I would love to know your experience with being the co-host on Bachelor Pad. Ew, didn't that feel like a lifetime Long ago? time ago. Do you remember when I got that job? Yeah, we were so excited. Like, unbelievable. Well, I mean... Th- that could have been, I mean, it, it wasn't ever going to work out because of the, right. What happened. Right. But it could have been like, you could still be hosting that. You could still be hosting. It was so right after co-hosting, let me say, don't you step on any toes. Um, right after dancing, I got a lot of work with ABC, um, which is Disney. And I remember Steve, Steve McPherson. Yeah. The head of ABC at the time, like the head head of ABC. And I was sitting in his office with Dean Katz, who casting director of Dancing with the Stars and then became like life coach for me. And he was like, we love you. You know, if we can somehow do an overall deal. And I was like, oh my gosh, how great would this be? Never made an overall deal, but I continued to do stuff with ABC. Well, come the idea of Bachelor Pad. There had been no Bachelor Pad before. I got word that ABC really wanted me to co-host this with Harrison just because I was coming off of all this hype on ABC and blah, blah, blah. Warner Horizon, the production company for Bachelor, did not want me. Do you remember hearing this battle? I mean, it was going back and forth. And ultimately what happened is that, well, the bigger dog won, which is ABC. I got offered the job and I was like, oh my gosh, this is huge. Like I have come out of the bachelor and I'm co-hosting it with Harrison. Uh, I don't even know where to start of like the experience. It, I, 
you just you just weren't used that often. I mean, it was they didn't know they'd never had a co-host. Well, they had never done a show like this. They didn't want a co-host. And they didn't. They yeah. didn't. I, the, Chris Harrison didn't want me there. The production team. I don't, no, I don't no, no, know no. if you should say that. It's true. And the production team didn't want me there. And um, it was not a. Oh, my gosh. Let's help. Let, what can we do to help you? I mean, I was in not meetings by myself. I would just be given scripts and I'm like, OK, well, just tell me where to go or what to do. And. I remember rose ceremonies at night. I was, you know, Chris Harrison, I think, talked to everybody. I was the one that handed out roses and the boutonnieres. And so the contestants would come up to me and I'm like, here you go. Congratulations. And I had an earpiece in and I could hear them going, oh, Melissa, we hear you. Yeah, don't talk. <laughs> I was like, oh. they finally stopped miking me up. Like They just stopped putting a microphone on me. Um, I think that they wanted you... Like Bachelor, again, Bachelor Nation, if that's what it's called, needed you to be okay with Bachelor Nation, like with the, the show. You know, I, I think that it the people felt like they had done you wrong and they needed to look as if y'all were. I'm sure that's how ABC playing, tried to sell it to them. The, yeah, but being friends again. Listen, do I blame Chris Harrison for not wanting me there? Absolutely not. Like this is his show and in comes this chick who it's not even like a guest host for an episode. Like I was there on the side and I remember towards the end of filming, which this was super interesting. I remember calling you cause my call time would be 11 PM. Yeah, remember that? Really like late. our rose ceremonies would start at 3 AM. Um, so it's 10 o'clock at night I'm driving <laughs> to work. And, um, but the last two, I believe rose ceremonies I got, I was on my way. It was the last one. I'm on my way to Agora Hills, the mansion, which it took me about 45 minutes to get there. And I get a call from one of the producers going, I don't, you know, I don't think we're going to need you tonight. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like this is, or did, did you just demote me? I lost it. I was in the car. Yeah, I remember you calling me very upset. I was so upset. Well, found out a couple weeks later, I was actually pregnant. So I'm going to blame my hysterical breakdown on yeah, hormones. <laughs> and I was, I was hormonal and I didn't know why I was so, I was so upset though. I was like, I just, I feel like you I kept just got telling fired. Me, yeah, that's what you kept saying is, is they fired me. They fired they're me. They're just not telling me. And I don't even know now what is going to happen. And yeah, that, that was a bad deal. But it was, I mean, the whole thing was so unorganized and it was the first time they had yeah. done a show with more than just other than the bachelor with right. contestants of you know both sexes what, and bachelor pad was a great show bachelor pad was cool it was way better than bachelor in paradise I think so it was competition and at the end you're like oh are they gonna screw over it's, their friends or not i don't know why it didn't work it's like the challenge but with bachelor contestants who doesn't love that it's great absolutely because the best part about the challenge is when they're at the house and then you see them all hooking up right. and right. fighting and well, but then whatever. it's like these two people are really close. Are they going to be close when she's got to vote him out? I mean, it's oh yeah. The, if the, you have not watched, y'all go back and watch. They should one go and two back to Bachelor Pad. They should go back to Bachelor Pad because Bachelor in Paradise is dumb. Like there's just no point. There's just, yeah. There, there's no ending. There's no winning. It's are you going to get in? Are you going to get engaged or yeah? Go your separate ways. And there should be money involved. Yeah. Because people go crazy. And I guess I would consider hosting it again if they, you know, came crawling back. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold my breath. I, but I think, I don't think Chris had anything to do with it. I think Chris has always liked you and has always been pleasant. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to put this out there that he didn't like right, me. Right, right, right. No, no, right. no. I 
Now, did I feel 100% welcome? No. Do I think that if he and I talked about it today, he'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, it was a little, it was my team, my show. I get it. I 1000% get it. I felt weird going in. I was like, this is like, all right. Is there a better job in the world than Chris Harrison's job? Well, I was really close to getting that Dancing with the Stars that's a good gig, one too. And I'm like, that would have been great because I could be in LA for two nights a week, come back home, and it's only twice a year. Well, okay, so <laughs> like um, hosting uh, The Price is Right. Yeah, game shows are easy. Or Jeopardy. Oh, excuse me, not easy, but you film an entire season in, in like, like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. And then you're done for yeah. the year, but you get paid per episode, right? Right, absolutely. So that's probably... You've got two weeks of a lot. You're doing four episodes Well, and then right after that... You did some work for, is it E or? Let's just keep talking about sorry, how some, cool I Well, you was. got to go to some cool places and like, it was almost like a travel, it wasn't a travel channel, but it was like a, you get to go to places and see where they filmed movies. Oh, FanQuest. Yeah. They and did the Twilight. I was in Brazil. In Brazil and, and then in yeah, Canada. Canada. Like these awesome places that you're just Which, going to. A story we're going to have to tell one day is when I almost got deported from yeah, Canada. Well. Yeah, that wasn't good. I don't think I'm allowed to go back. There's another phone call I got in hysterics. <laughs> well, I do. And you're like, you're in another country. I can't help you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the get guy's a lot like, of get those off calls. your phone. Get a lot of those calls. We'll share that story next time. Okay. All right, um, guys. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Guys, remember that if you want to get one of our family Christmas cards and see how receding Ty's hairline is in the picture, make sure that you leave a rating. I'm just kidding. You look like you got mad. Well, I was just about to say, like, I just got sad. But you're not receding. Well, I, I know I'm not receding, but um, you're not thinning. Well, you're not thinning. Okay. What if you dye your hair dark? Would that help? I don't know. Or would that you think make it worse? And just don't go outside during the day. Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's what I'll do. All right. I can do that. Um, you know what? I don't care. Make sure to leave a rating, a review, and then send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram. Email me at Melissa at Logically Irrational just to throw out your name so that I can um, get your address and stuff and send those out. And we will be back next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.